This is All India Radio. In the program Spotlight, now we bring you a discussion on development of Jammu and Kashmir, a priority of the government. The participants are Vivek Sinha, political analyst, and Amitabh Sinha, journalist. Two months have passed since the abrogation of Article 370, and now the situation in Kashmir is limping back to normal. How Pakistan tried to raise this issue many times in UN, the threatened nuclear war. Do you think this has affected any country or India? Pakistan as raising Kashmir issue at all the international forums was a given fact that they will try to do it. And the biggest victory has been that they have not gained support from any other country except for China and Turkey. which have their own reasons to back pakistan so this is a big diplomatic win for india this has been for the first time usually what happened was whenever this kashmir issue used to be raked up pakistan used to talk about it at all international forums and they used to set the narratives and we used to like kind of respond this has been the first time that we are setting the narrative on kashmir and pakistan is on the back foot even in the un general assembly we saw how imran khan and the pakistan pm he is the selected pm is not the elected pm so the selected pm raising the kashmir issue over there and uh, still falling flat none of the big powers uh, backing him uh, no other countries backing him and he has been saying that 58 countries have backed pakistan but where are those 58 countries there is nobody else so yes this is a big diplomatic win for india and uh, pakistan has been repeatedly isolated at all international forums what about jay shankar speaking that pakistan is no longer a threat to us prime ministers visit to america successful visit do you think this has helped more to draw america more near to us and isolating pakistan he has been visiting he has been awarded the top awards of middle east countries so do you think even the organization of islamic countries have isolated pakistan yes definitely you need to understand what is pakistan we we think pakistan is a geographical entity i would say rather that pakistan is a state of mind among a section of muslims of the indian subcontinent they carved out a separate nation they made a separate country they kept on harping about certain issues kashmir was one of them and for the last several decades they had their own agenda they could garner support from muslim nations certain islamic nations as well certain big powers the super powers also they used to back them up for all their agenda that they set but over these years over the last several decades they have understood that what pakistan is saying and actually doing on the ground there's a stark difference those issues so when they say that yes we are fighting against islamic terrorism they harbor terrorists on their own soil osama bin laden is found in inside their own country just some distance away from their own military headquarters so those things do not miss out from the world powers even the islamic nations they know that yes if we have to fight if we have to survive if we have to maintain peace and stability we need to stand in solidarity with democratic nations we need to stand in solidarity with nations that talk about peace and development rather than stand with a country which is at best can be called a rogue nation i mean every nation has an army and pakistan army as a country that's so, how it happened so do you think an isolated pakistan can disturb peace in kashmir valley now yes this is one of the key questions that you asked and uh, pakistan desperately they are trying to send terrorists inside uh, of course the army indian army is very much in uh, position and it's capable to thwart those attempts but they can create they have the capability it's a nuclear armed state yes but they cannot inflict that kind of a damage rather than military what their their strength lies in the propaganda machinery their propaganda machinery still exists 
the ISPR, we, we always talk about the ISI within Indian context and their capabilities, how ISI disturbs peace in the region. But there's an arm called ISPR. They are the propaganda machinery of the Pakistani deep state and the Pakistani army. So they have the potential to create issues out of non-issues. They can manufacture facts as well. And again, after this uh, Imran Khan's fiasco in the UN General Assembly, they fired their representative Malia Lodi and they brought in Munir Akram. He is one of the most notorious fellows and he is the master of art of manufacturing facts. So this will be one of the key challenges which Indian establishment, Indian journalists, we will have to face in the coming days. So this is what Pakistan can do. Aggressive uh, foreign policy of Narendra Modi government definitely helped India to gain an upper hand against Pakistan. But do you think at local level in Srinagar or in Kashmir Valley, they will get the militants from far across the border will get that much support or the Indian army will let them attack Indian establishments? See, the militants are rather, I would use the term terrorists. The terrorists are not going to get the support, which our security forces are very much capable of handling them. They can liquidate them. They have been shooting them at will. It has been going on over the last couple of years. But Pakistan, the capability lies in peddling lies, the soft power, the propaganda machinery. They can use social media and that is why that justifies the ban on the internet. People have been shouting about human rights violations and all and our foreign minister has said that it's better to have a life, I mean like rather than have an internet. So they can create falsities, they can create those narratives that yes, Look at what is happening because we can find several instances where they have morphed the pictures, pictures of Middle East, pictures of a small boy or a woman uh, injured in Palestine or say anywhere else in the world. And they, they create a false image that this is a Kashmiri which has been targeted by the Indian security. So this is their power. This we have to understand. Militarily, they will not be able to do anything, but they will definitely use their propaganda machinery to create a false narrative, create a fear psychosis within the valley and then create a disturbance across the rest of the country. And that is what they are doing. Do you think the local support administration will ensure that these people do not gain upper hand in the valley, in the streets and shopkeepers are feeling secured? Yes, definitely. They are trying to say to the shopkeepers that yes, you have been done wrongs by the Indian state. Indian army has been projected as the occupying force over there. So this is the narrative that they have set for the last seven decades rather. So now when Article 370 and 35A has been abolished, when their amalgamation of the Kashmir, Valley, Jammu and the Ladakh division into the rest of the India is like complete. So this is the new normal. They will obviously try to influence them that yes, you need to fight it out and you need to tell the Indian army or the Indian administration that this is not acceptable to us. But these shopkeepers or these local people who are fighting against the Pakistans, they may not come out in the open simply because Pakistanis do have certain presence in the local pockets, various regions of the Kashmir. So they may try to create the disturbance and that is why the security forces are there to thwart all those disturbances. And any society, they will have certain amount of antisocial elements. So Pakistanis use those antisocial elements and they have been adept at utilizing or channeling their antisocial activities into anti-India propaganda, anti-India attacks as well. We saw over the last few years how they have been using this. So this is what they have been trying and this is what they have been adept at. Now coming back to the development, first sign of coming back to normalcy is the opening of schools, and coming of children to school, coming of teachers and that will help enhance the security scenario. Now from tomorrow, October 3rd, the schools are going to open, teachers will come. 
have the security forces in the last two months have ensured that the feeling of security has come to their mind? We need to understand that every village in Kashmir, we do not have security presence. If the situation was so bad as Pakistan has been projecting, we would have had a mass uprising which has not been there. We have to be very clear about it. Things have been pretty much normal. People accept. Kashmiris have told me that yes, we have Indian identity and we are proud of it, but we cannot come out in the open. Because of those people, of those certain section of the people who have been separatists and who have been vouching for secession of Kashmir from India. So these nationalist people, which is a large majority, they want to send their children to school, the teachers want to come, they want to lead a normal life. If you talk to a Kashmiri in, in private, he will tell you they the same aspirations as we have. Have a good life, have a good job, good secure future, enjoy life. I mean, this is what most any sane person would say. So Kashmiris also want these kind of things. But since the anti-national forces had been strengthened so much and the nationalist forces were found to be at, at a disadvantageous position till now. So they may feel that yes, we need some kind of a protection and obviously since the security forces are there in large numbers, so they will be feeling pretty much assured that, that yes, we can send our children to schools and they've seen that over the last two months, no incidents of violence has taken place. There's no mass uprising over there as has been put out by section of the Pakistani establishment and the Pakistani army has been desperately trying to project it as. So this has nothing that sort has happened. No, last month also government tried to open the schools, but that move didn't succeed this time. I, we hope the people will come out in large numbers and online, even they are opening the colleges there. So I, we hope that something, the normalcy will slowly limp back to normal. Now, coming back to development agenda, government promised lots of jobs, 50,000 jobs, 50, especially 000. local. Even army opened its recruitment center there. This process is going to start soon. This employment process, do you think this will soothe the nerves of Kashmiri local youth? Yes, definitely. That's what I'm saying. Last month also you said that the government tried to open schools, but they were not being successful. So I spoke to a couple of Kashmiris. I mean, like, why exactly you talk to me and tell me that the government should open schools and we need normalcy, but why don't you send uh, your children to schools? So they said that the teachers were being threatened, that yes, you do not go to schools, do not. The separatists still hold power, mind you. So that is why I'm saying the clampdown is very necessary. We, we may talk about human rights, but we have to understand that the Pakistan has through its overground workers. They have a huge, huge network of overground workers. They have a huge network of people. So those people had been at the forefront and have been trying to negate all the good effects that they have been doing. Now, if we talk about this, your question about jobs, how this is going to help Kashmiri society, children and the youth both. I mean, if we talk about the teenagers and if we talk about the 20-something youth, they come out and pale stones because they are paid for it. Now, if they get a job, a decent job, a government job or even the private industry, if they come in and they create jobs, why would they go out and pale stones for that matter? So, everybody is looking forward to apply to a position where they can secure a job, where they can lead a normal life, normal and healthy life, rather than picking up a stone and then getting inside a line to be paid for that. Coming back to the political process in Jammu and Kashmir, that is a part of development process, Block Development Council elections has been announced and that is on 21st, 24th. The result will be out the end of this month. Do you think this Block Development Council will help new leaders to come out at grassroots level or yes. the low voting percentage 
will affect this. Yes, this is a very good step. In fact, a very welcome step because the Kashmir politics, rather the valley politics was hijacked by a couple of families. They had a very vice-like grip over the Kashmiri political space that none of the leaders who wanted to talk about development, who wanted to talk about roads, electricity, water, drinking water shortage and all, sanitation and all, they were not willing to talk about it and everything was linked to Azadi. These elections and the upcoming the state assembly elections, whenever they are announced, they will help the new crop of leaders to come up, they can rest assured that yes, we are as much part of an Indian as anybody else in any part of the country and we cannot be hijacked by the Abdullahs and the Muftis. The political families of Kashmir, they had mastered this art of multiple voices. So, while in Srinagar, while in Valley, they used to speak in a different language, in a different tone. While in Delhi, they used to speak in a different tone and in, in the international positions, they used to speak in a different tone. Because of the Article 370 and 35A, they used to manipulate things. Now this has gone. The new breed understands that, yes, we have a chance. We can speak to the Awam directly. Think the voters will come out of fear psychosis and come out? Yes, they will come out. Definitely they will. What is the reason behind this? Reason is that they are confident. The nationalist forces, they were till now, they used to feel threatened that, yes, the separatist elements are very strong. And if I go out and vote, if I talk about India... I may be done harm or may be killed or my family would be killed. Because of this security presence, because of abrogation of Article 370 and 35A, they are now very clear in their minds that yes, Indian government is very strict this time. They are not going to allow the Pakistani propaganda to propagate within the valley. They are here for us. They are here for the development of Kashmir. And thanks a lot. Thank you. You are listening to a discussion on development of German Kashmir, a priority of the government. The participants were... Vivek Sinha, political analyst, and Amitabh Sinha, journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on our website, newsonair.com. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks at gmail.com.